click an infomercial for EXP candy and EXP shares because wow, this stuff really works. In just one day, Diablo gained eight levels, evolved into a Charmeleon, put on 10 pounds of muscle, and lost his baby teeth. The contest really lit a fire in his belly and tail, a terrifying black fire. We stopped back by the Pretty Petal Flower Shop before we left town and did some gardening, ate some mac and cheese with the group, and took to the skies. It's time to try. I'm sorry, Father. I guess some don't appreciate my musical forte. Right soon. Come on, Sealy. Let's try popular again. I'll let you be Galinda this time. Hello, friends. We are back. We back. Where we left off last time, you and Luca had left Criminy City and were riding on the back of Shavakadoo flying through the skies. It was amazing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> singing musicals until uh, quite late into the night. But you all did stop uh, because why go all the way through the night when you don't have to? You landed just off of Route 14. Don't fly drowsy. That's correct. Do not fly drowsy. I imagine that Pearl was probably trying to, and Lucas said, I, I really think that we should probably, like, just get down for a little bit, set up a little camp, and we can we can get there in the morning. I don't think that anybody's going to be awake if we show up in the middle of the night anyway. Ah, darn it. And she puts her burglar uh, hat away. <laughs> you put your balaclava away? What? The, the mask thing. That's what it's called? Yeah. Say that a word again? The balaclava? Baklava? Are you no. just saying baklava? No, but not. The British way people say baklava? No, the balaclava. What are you even saying? It's like the ski mask. I never knew that I had a word. <laughs> Besides ski mask? I just thought it was ski mask. No, it's a balaclava. Well... Fashion trends say balaclava is coming back. <laughs> and we're a part of that. Or were you saying that you had more of like a, a hamburglar sort of uh, mask situation? I was definitely thinking hamburger, but now after my education, uh, balaclava. <laughs> Who knew? Everybody raise your hand right now if you knew that word. Oh, great. No one raised their hand. Well, I, I I'm did. talking to the listener. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of them deal. <laughs> so you all have settled down to set up camp for the evening. Oh, okay. We're still in that evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it, well, it's the middle up. of the night and roll 2d6. I'm not afraid of the night. Famous last words. Ten. Flat. Ten. You are unperturbed throughout the course of the night and you all have your camp and Booyah! nothing messes with you. Probably because anything that's nocturnal at this point has seen that you all were riding on this big flying serpent. That's right. I like to imagine that Shivakadu made a circle and we're sleeping inside of him. Which Shivakadu like laid down in a circle where he can touch his little tail yes. and that we're sleeping inside the circle. Oh, so he's he's out of yes. his uh, ball during yeah, that whole like thing. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like an old-fashioned kingdom wall. <laughs> yeah, these are the uh, the perks and drawbacks of traveling atop Shivakadu. I'm only uh, seeing the perks. <laughs> Perk is that in all likelihood, nothing wild is probably going to mess with you when he's out and about because he is, in fact, a big boy. But the uh, drawback would be, I would say, the uh, the lack of subtlety. Fair. 
But as you all are unperturbed throughout the course of the night, you wake up in the morning. And who would you like to spend some quality time with, some QT with, as you wake up at the end of your rest there? I guess Shavakadu, since he was out and protecting us. I feel like that makes sense. Cool, yeah. Some actual just bonding with Shavakadu, not intense, hardcore training. All right, all right. I got a soul. (laughs) I kind of am like, Shavakadu, we're going to what you call home, so... I'll make sure you look nice and spiffy. And I put a tie on him. <laughs> you put a tiny tie yeah, on the Gyarados. It feels so right. <laughs> it's like a kid's clip-on tie. Mm-hmm. It clips on on the back, though, yeah. Yes, oh, absolutely. You gotta have, like, a rope to just extend it around. And then I'm like, okay, Shivakadu, um, five plus five is ten. How'd I do? <sighs> I'm ready? And with his little hand, which is still big to you, he pats you on the head. I put my tie on. <laughs> you do. Luca, meanwhile, spends some quality time with the Clefairy, who is very close to being fully de-shadowfied. Nice. Fully cleansed. Of course, to finalize the process for both Clefairy and for Levy, you'll need to take him to a shrine. And you said Levy's ready, right? Levy is... Fully ready, just needs the last step. Okay, great. We'll just um, ride on Shabakadu, drop him through the air, say, thank you. Thank you, Shaman. Incoming! Thank you. That was really satisfying. So in the morning, you all wake up. Do you want to continue flying during the morning, or do you want to hop back on the SS Speedmeister? How far away are we from Gentleman Lucas? Currently, from where you're at on Route 14... You all are a good chunk of the way there. Like, you're close to where Route 14 intersects with Route 16. And then from there, it's about the same distance to Tremella Town. And then a little further on Route 4 is where the daycare is. So it's up to you. You could fly a little bit in the early morning just to cover some ground faster. And then, you know, by the time you get to the outskirts of Tremella Town, if you get on the SS Speedmeister, you could be there by, like, late morning. Oh, we're hitting it. Early fly zone. Weather looks clear, right, Sealy? Let's do it. These are my pokies. We got every generation so full of wonder. And we can fly now really fast. This is my family. A perfect collage. So many pokies. And everybody gets to shine. Whoa, we're flying through the air on do. Whoa, let's be clear. We couldn't do this a year ago. Whoa. Every year, our pokey blessings grow. There's just assembly a lot. Of, you got to know. So, welcome to Pearl's Pokédex. Welcome to Pearl's Pokédex. Where all the pokies are fantastical and magical. We all have Pearl's Pokédex. Sorry, that was really rough. I thought I knew that song better than I did. <laughs> In all fairness... It's I all really right. thought I knew that song. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it like it is, because no midi is gonna fit under that. That's right. <laughs> That's what we're singing on the way over, though. Nice. Is we're there not any- even gonna attempt the rap. Probably a good idea. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to be doing? You know, Shavakadu can kind of just go. Uh, it's not like you have to be steering or anything. Is there anything else that you would like to tend to while you are atop Shavakadu? I'll knit Elmer a little sweater. I gave Shavakadu a tie on the Elmer little sweater, getting the kids ready to meet their papa. 
<laughs> grandpapa. They're, they're getting ready to meet the grandpapa. I don't know about you guys. We, uh, anytime I was visiting my grandparents, we had to look nice. Mm. Dressed to the nines, folks. Well, it was more of an occasion for you to see your grandparents, I feel like. So I'm getting my pokies ready to see their grandpapa. Grandpapa? Grandpapa. The grandpapa is a gentleman. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah, I'm getting a little sweater. These are my pokies. They are so ho ho cute. Okay, as I'm knitting, Elmer gets in my backpack, touches the radiant stone. <laughs> okay, she and I just. Go, Whoa! Hey now, little pokey, watch out! Whoa! That's a super special stone! And we're flying in the air, don't you know? This is so bad. I'm trying to redeem it, but it's bad. Okay. <laughs> just dig the heels in. Welcome to Pearl's Pokédex. Welcome to Pearl's Pokédex. Sometimes we are rhythmically challenged, and it's okay. Welcome to Pearl's Pokédex. So as uh, Elmer reaches out and touches the Radiant Stone, uh, using your uh, a daily attempt here, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus your logic. <laughs> Woo, bad rhythm, bad rolls, am I right? <laughs> That's a seven. A seven? Uh, she learns nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. nothing. <laughs> Sounds about right. Ah. I don't even realize what she was doing. I just stood her back in my lap as I'm sizing her for the sweater. Yeah, I think that she and Zilla both like get into the backpack and like start messing with a little bit. Zilla will roll too. Zilla, how did you even? Ugh, we gotta get you in your seatbelt. Zilla also learns nothing. Love it. <laughs> Couple of toddlers up to no good. They're like, what is that? Oh, I thought it was gonna like glow. They wanted to eat it. Zillows, think about it. Yeah. Tongue out, ready to. <laughs> Luke was like, what are you doing? Ah, get back over here. And Do you want me to make Zillow sweater really? Whoa! Sure! <laughs> Tight curve there, Shabakadoo. Slinky. While y'all are up in the air, let's go ahead and do your gardening rolls as well. Since We're you need to do those the every day. plants in the air. Well, I mean, they're in the I little pots. <laughs> you might as well. Wow, it's basically like beautiful. Uh, like Celie's full host attendance. She's gonna give us snacks, a little diet ginger ale. <laughs> yes, you have your in-flight she beverage. She can do it all here. Celie is in her little uh, flight attendant uniform. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I rolled awful for that. What do I add? Well, you're rolling for each berry. All right, I got four. Okay, well. I did spill, I spilled my drink. I ah. spilled my ginger ale instead of the water on it. Whoa. Okay, so we're going through your berries one at a time. Were you doing one of your berries that is fertilized or one that is not? Not. Okay, great. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. So for the ones that are not fertilized. Killing a plant. We'll just say that you're doing the Pecha Berry plant first. So since that one is not fertilized, you have your watering can. So roll one more D6 because you have advantage. Oh, thank goodness. With the watering can. Six. Six plus your instinct. Seven. Which makes it a mixed success. So that is a success for the Pecha Berry. Climbing up the ladder. Go ahead and roll three D6 for your Orin Berry. Nine flat. Great. That is a success for the Orenberry. You water the Pechaberry and the Orenberry, and their little sprouts are beginning to grow. A little ginger ale does get on the Pecha. Just a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead and roll 2d6 now for your Palm Egg Berry, because that one has the Amaze Mulch on it. Ooh, yikes. Five plus my instinct. Which is? 
Six, yeah. Six? Okay, so that's one fail on the palm egg berry. I'm sorry. And then roll for your durin berry. Nine, plus my instinct, ten. Great. All right, so three successes and a failure on the palm egg berry. Got it. Sorry, palm. Palm, palm. Yeah, Celia, I don't know if I've overwatered it. Too much sun, too much air at this altitude. You're right. I should just stick it back in my backpack and not worry about it till tomorrow. Good idea. <laughs> Shove it in. The problem was you just poured ginger ale on the palm egg berry and there was no water. Yeah. <laughs> a little a little ginger ale splash on the pedge berry, all ginger ale on the palm egg berry. <laughs> Luke is going to go ahead and just roll his gardening checks as well. I take a sip of my ginger ale, spit it out. What is this? It tastes like nothing. Oh, it's water. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, an orange juice next, please. Luca comes out with three full successes and one mixed success. So he's good on all of his berries. He just ordered water. (laughs) Hydrate or dehydrate as I take a sip of my water. Shout outs to our students who said that last summer. (laughs) Any of them are listening. So you all spend the... Early morning, riding through the air, you are now off of Route 14. You ride on Shavakadoo westward on Route 16 until you get to the outskirts of Tramella Town, home of the air show. Home of the air show and braviaries flying up high, America. Would you like to stop in Tramella Town at all? Or? The first time we passed here. Let's keep going. <laughs> Great. So not making a pit stop there, just driving straight through? Yeah, I'm just driving straight through. Cool. That makes sense. You see the familiar terrain, but... Who am I kidding? I'm flying straight through. <laughs> <laughs> Feels a little empty without Ica there, though. Yeah, I think that's why I'm going straight through. I don't want to think about it. Feel like my friend's not home. Yeah. You all keep on riding along then, and eventually you continue westward, and by late morning, you find yourselves at the Pokemon Daycare, a familiar sight. I hop off brunch, anyone? I am starving, actually. Yeah, that would be... Grapefruit wasn't enough for you, huh? No, no, I need a little bit of extra. Okay. Okay, Elmer, stand up straight. I know you like to roll. Okay, Shavakadoo, Shavakadoo. Let's tame your eyebrows really quick. (laughs) You fix his eyebrows, you comb his mustache. Yeah, open your mouth. It's massive, and the teeth are huge. Okay, I also ask Elmer, too, and I spray a little breast freshener in her mouth, and then I just dump the bottle in in Shavakadoo's. (laughs) Yeah, full bottle. (laughs) You just hear, as he crunches it. And the insides spill out. Minty fresh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay. That looks good, Zilla. <laughs> I put on a um, little Elmer sweater, too. It's a rainbow. You put her in her little egg cozy, and you all go knock on the door, I can only assume? Yeah. Great. You walk up to the door, give it a knock. Pretty soon you hear, <laughs> as the two Doug Trio pop up next to the front door. Well, hi. Drill. Hi. Drill. Hello. <laughs> and this that goes is a never-ending loop, yeah. <laughs> goes back and forth for a minute until Gentleman Luke comes to the door. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, Luke, wonderful to see you. <laughs> what can I do for you? Elmer immediately runs in and gives a big hug. And Zilla does the same. They each take a leg. Well, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, this is wild. 
Are these the eggs that you all hatched? Oh, this one's heavy. Okay. We're here for brunch. <laughs> oh, I see. Feels like the right thing to do. Show you your grandchildren. <laughs> Have a brunch. Brunch squad. Coco, hit it. And then magically puts a full spread out in like the backyard where the other pokies are playing. Yes, where the other little baby Pokemon are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, picnic brunch. Yeah, Coconut invades the kitchen to prepare brunch uh, while you all just burst in and set up this picnic brunch in the back. Love it. Uh, and so you all are then sitting in the back, uh, eating your brunch prepared by Coco. And gentleman Luke says, oh, "Well, this is this is quite quite the spread. Uh, well, thank you for uh, when you said that you were showing up for lunch. I was <laughs> thinking oh, I was no, no, going to need to prepare lunch. something it's, myself. It's brunch. It's brunch. That was a very grandpa move, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So tell me about it. Ah, we didn't associate you with a grandpa until now, but looking at you with Elmer, <laughs> how can we not? Well, uh, I Elmer's am. just like tugging on his hair." Oh. Like in All his right. arms, All right. like yeah, <clears throat> climbing up on shoulders and stuff. Yes, the <laughs> the children are using him as a jungle gym. Watch out! Don't give him a sharpie. <laughs> I know better that, than that at this point in my life. Uh, well, it's it's wonderful to see you. All wonderful to see that uh, these two are doing so well. And oh. Wow, Shavakadu has gotten quite large. Yeah, we fly in him now. Also, he's green. Don't mention it right to his face. He's a little self-conscious about it. Yeah, I was I was noticing that and also noticing that his hands. They're a bit unsettling. I love it. <laughs> but Very how, handy. How are you doing with long division? <laughs> And he pulls out his abacus and like moves moves some things around. Well, uh, it's it's wonderful to see you. Is there any other? Uh, is there anything else that you all are uh, <laughs> up to, or did you just pop by for a visit? Well, how are things going for you? Well, <laughs> uh, going going quite well actually. I've, I've had more clients coming in and out. Uh, uh, some who you've seen before still still around, but most are not. Uh, many have gone back with their trainers after <laughs> receiving a, a, a thorough education. Nice. Um, and then others, other new ones have arrived. And, uh, well, I've certainly still got plenty of eggs around that are, you know, gradually uh, hatching and <laughs> whatnot. Can you review with me how it works when I leave one with him? When you leave one with him? Uh-huh. So when you leave a Pokemon with him in the daycare, whichever one you leave gets a certain amount of EXP every time you battle a Pokemon. And the amount of EXP just depends on, like, how strong that Pokemon is, what tier it is, that kind of thing. I think I want to leave a couple with him. Yeah, you can leave a max of two at a time with him, so for sure. I kind of slide over the table. Like, Coco brings, like, French toast or something out, and, like, everybody gets distracted. I'm like, hey, 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 I actually think I have a couple Pokemon who haven't seen the light of day, and I think they'd be better off with you for a while. Uh, well, uh, certainly, if you have uh, Pokemon that you would like to leave with me to uh, receive some <laughs> proper training, then, of course, yes, I would be yeah. I would be happy to. Okay, great, and I would like to give him CeeLo. For those OG listeners, CeeLo hasn't ever seen the light of day. And also Orville, another pokey who's never seen the light of day. Okay, cool. You want to leave CeeLo and Orville with him. Great. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yes. Oh, these are, these are quite little. Yeah, <laughs> little, you, you specialize in baby Pokemon. So. Yes, well, absolutely. Look at this little bird. <laughs> CeeLo's and just then, like... Argh! Sila <laughs> like looks at me. I'm like, yeah, no, I am your trainer. Yeah, hi. Okay, uh, feeling guilty. 
All right. Hi, my name is Pearl. You've been on this adventure with me for a long time. <laughs> yeah. CeeLo is like not cross-eyed, but kind of like in the opposite direction, just ever so slightly. <laughs> and and Orville just looks over at you like. Yeah, um, gentlemen, look, does that sound change? Because that is one of the big hesitations I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a big reason why uh, this little guy hasn't seen the sunlight in over a year. <laughs> over a year? Have you had a birthday? You know that's a sore subject. <laughs> you know that's a sore su- subject, gentlemen, Luke. You of all people would know that. I bet you're celebrating birthdays 24-7 over here. <laughs> Pretty much every other day is a birthday around uh... here. <laughs> uh, well, yes, of course, if you uh, if you would like to leave your tailor and your wormple here, absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, I will take them and, and uh, train them up. <laughs> Certainly, I'm sure that they will level up quite quickly around here, <laughs> being low-level basic Pokemon such as this, yes. <laughs> well, good, good. And in exchange for the free breakfast, can I get a free egg? <laughs> Ah, yes. Whoa. If you notice, Coco has prepared this wonderful brunch completely vegan in honor of the eggs present. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, of course. I mean, well, you've all done such a good job, it seems, of raising these two that I, I'm, I'm sure we could uh, make that work. Absolutely. I, I certainly have more eggs around. Um, I would uh, love to do something before that, though. Oh. If you don't mind. Sure. Family photo gathering! Well, I, I was wondering if, uh, since it seems like uh, Elmer and Zilla are doing so well, uh, if you would uh, well, uh, have any interest in ha- having a bit of a, uh, a sparring match with, uh, well, some of the other Pokemon who hatched from that same round of eggs. Oh, yeah, are they rebels? Uh, well, they are, they are quite lively. In fact, uh, well, the Eevee that hatched got into my uh, stone collection and, uh, well, uh, took a nibble of one. And the, and the Tyrogue is, is certainly <laughs> lively one. Yes, cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll definitely spar with them. It's like meeting cousins. <laughs> yes, it's a family reunion of sorts. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, uh, we'll just step over to the sparring arena over here, and you all walk over to just the little wide spot in the playground where there is not any other equipment or anything, and roll initiative. <laughs> all right, so with initiative rolled, our order is going to be Gentleman Luke's Jolteon, then Elmer, Ooh. then Zilla, and then Gentleman Luke's Tyrogue. So, at the top of the battle, he says, Well, uh, let us uh, go on and uh, uh, start things off, right? Uh, attempting a status condition, a thunder wave. Uh, so, roll for Elmer to tough it out, plus vitality. Nine plus vitality. Ten. Oh, a full success. Elmer avoids the thunder wave. She ate a good breakfast. Love to see it. She just rolls out of the way in her little sweater. That is the Jolteon's turn, which is then going to take us to Elmer. What would you like her to do? Uh, Let's use Metronome. I haven't used it in like forever. Great. Metronome's gonna get weird. I like it that way. I like to imagine sometimes with Metronome, I just pick Elmer up and it's like a magic eight ball. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Just shake it and see what happens. Yeah, it's just like one of the patterns on her shell it tells me what it's gonna be. <laughs> All right, go ahead, roll a d6. 
three. Okay. Now roll another d6. Five. Great. Three and a five, so that's going to be 35. Ooh, <laughs> Elmer stuff. uses hail. It all begins right. to hail. Cool. Cool. All right. She's just like, let it hail, let it hail, let it hail. <laughs> yes, and a result of the hail is that non-ice-type Pokemon, a.k.a. all of them, are going to take some damage on the ends of their turns. Including me? Yes, because Elmer's not ice-type. Ain't it the way it goes? Did you eat something weird for breakfast? Is this where this hail's coming from? Brain freeze. Okay, okay, interesting. <laughs> Did Sealy give you a slushy behind the back? I know you got the slushy machine for Christmas. Elmer takes five points of damage from the hail. <laughs> Dodge it! <laughs> that is her turn, which is then going to take us to Zilla. What is Zilla going to do? Zilla's going to use Bulldoze. All right, Bulldoze against the Jolteon. Go ahead and roll for Zilla to hit. Luke is so focused. Don't you admire that, Elmer, as we're dancing in the hail? Eight plus... Four. Wow, I guess that's going to hit. It's actually plus five because she's also holding the wide lens that you all found in the lab. Mercy. So, yes, that will hit and it will be a full success. So 2d6 plus seven. Thirteen. Thirteen points of damage minus its defense is going to be ten double to twenty points of super effective damage to the Jolteon. Jolt. At the end of Zilla's turn, she will take hail damage as she does not enjoy that, but that will then take us to the Tyrogue's turn as Gentleman Luke says, well, never mind this change of terrain, but go ahead and, well, let us focus on teamwork. Tyrogue, use helping hand. That was beautiful, as we're just dancing in the hail. That is going to be a mixed success with a seven. So Tyrogue will add a plus one to whatever attack Jolteon does next. What hail damage do you take? Dancing in the hail after a family brunch feels so right. It's such a fun and natural sight to see an egg dodging all that hail. Do, 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 do. Uh, but don't worry, we still have our main action. <laughs> oh, and Tyrogue shoot. is going to roll to shape the field. Dancing in that hail now. Which is going to be a 10 total. This is probably a good time to mention. We've updated the rules to Pocket Monster Fight and uh, have some extra stuff going on. Don't worry, it's nothing too crazy, guys. You're going to love it. But one of the changes is that the amount of tags you add for shape the field is different now. Uh, on a full success, you, you add one if it's 10 to 12. So Tyrogue is going to add the mighty tag, AKA M6, which is going to give Tyrogue an extra plus one to those might-based attack rolls. Man, we might get creamed. <laughs> As Tyrogue begins just like throwing around some of the toys and things like that to just catch him off guard. That is the Tyrogue's turn, which will then take us back up to the Jolteon. As Gentleman Luke says, oh, well, uh, let, let, let us uh, uh, try something a little different this time. Uh, Jolteon, use a, a Thunderfang. A Thunderfang, if you will. 
And that is going to come out to a full success for the Jolteon as it goes to use Thunderfang on Elmer. No. All right, so that is going to be 10 points of electric damage to Elmer. And at the end of its turn, the Jolteon will take some hail damage. 10 including her defense? Yes, after, after her defense. Dancing in the hail now. It hurts everybody and we're getting tired. It's really dangerous uh, when you're dancing in that hail now. It is then your turn, Pearl. What would you like for Elmer to do? I would like Elmer to tell that Pokemon to fall asleep. Yawn. Okay, which one is she yawning at? Jolteon or Tyrogue? Let's try Tyrogue. All right. Elmer just... And the little cloud broom, 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 goes over toward the Tyrogue. Don't worry, it's totally normal to get sleepy after brunch, guys. That is your turn as Elmer then takes five points of hail damage. <laughs> Why did I do it to myself? <laughs> that will then take us to Zilla. Uh, Zilla's going to use Bulldoze against Jolteon. Nice. Go ahead and roll a hit. Ten flat. Ten flat. Love to see it. Definitely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, yeah. Eight plus seven, 15. Yes. 15, so that's going to come out to 12 double to 24 points. Goodbye. Of super effective ground damage as Zilla takes another seven points of damage from the hail. <laughs> Gentleman Luke has like gotten out a parasol. <laughs> One of the Doug Trio like popped out of the ground with it and gave it to him. He's like, thank you. Well, that would be cool to teach Murray how to do that. <laughs> that is the end of Zilla's turn, which will then take us to Tyrogue. As Gentleman Luke says, oh, well, all right, let's, let's uh, make, make a little something happen here. Uh, uh, brick, break, brick, break against the Lavatar, if you will. I love hearing him say brick, break. Brick, break. In that voice, yeah. Very satisfying. Which is going to come out to a full success because <sighs> of the mighty tag. Ugh. Ooh, high on the damage, too. It's going to be 16 minus Zilla's defense of three. So 13 double to 26 points Ow. of super effective fighting damage Ow. as the Tyrogue lunges forward and just boom. Uh, it seems like uh, Lerp is not the only rowdy Tyrogue around. <laughs> then after that, Tyrogue falls asleep. Go ahead and roll 1d6. Two. All right. Tyrogue will be asleep for two turns. Although it is mighty, it is Smeepy. That is Tyrogue's turn, which takes us back up to the top to Jolteon. As Gentleman Luke says, fret not, fret not. Uh, let, us, let us attempt a pin missile against the Togepi. I understand why all these young Pokemon listen to you. Everything you say sounds cool. Uh, full of uh, wisdom and authority, I assure you. All <laughs> <Girl> tries. <laughs> That is going to be just barely a full success with Pin Missile. Oh. As that is going to be two points of damage on the first one. It hits again for one point of damage. And then it does not hit again. So uh, a little lackluster there. Uh, only three points of damage to Elmer as the Jolteon once again is pelted by the hail at the end of its turn. That then brings Ooh. us to you, Pearl. What does Return do again? Return is stronger the higher your bond with the Pokemon is. So for you, Elmer is at friendship level three. So to start off, if you got no friendship with the Pokemon, it's one D6. And then the higher it goes, you add a D6. So return would be four D6. Of what? Damage. What kind of damage? Normal damage. 
Okay, I think I'm gonna try return on the Tyroke. Great, and that is a, a physical move, so it'll use your attack stat for damage. And to hit, it's a cute move, uh, so you can roll either might, agility, or personality. Uh, we'll use personality. I got a nine, so that's 12. 12 total. Excellent. Yes, that will be a full success. Alwar so. waddles over to the sleeping Tyroke and just gives tons of little bitty slaps. <laughs> she just slaps him. 46? She slaps him harder because of her love for you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yes, 46 plus your attack and also your warrior damage that you always add. 15. Great. 15. So that is going to be 13 points of normal damage to the Tyrogue as you go slap, 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 slap. That is your turn. At the end of it, Elmer is pelted by the hail and ah! uh, she is looking a little rough, it seems. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and that will then take us to Zilla. How much hail damage do we take? Five points of hail Why? damage. Why? I hope everyone else is getting that. It is painful. Everybody takes half their level amount. Oh, interesting. Okay. Cool. That then takes us to Luca with Zilla. Let's hear it for Baldos. Sweet. A flat nine. A flat nine plus a bunch is going to be a full success. 13. 13. Okay, so that's going to be another 10 double to 20 points. Wow, this is a really strong Jolteon. Well, with 20 points. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> and a total of 74 points of damage done. That is enough to KO the Jolteon. Woohoo! Good job, Luca. Thank you. Great job, Zilla. Char! Yeah, the char! She is proud of herself, and Tufus looks on, arms crossed, and nods. Oh, very good. At the end of her turn, she takes seven points of hail damage, and then it is the Tyrogue's turn, who's, who's going to roll to see if it wakes up. No, 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 sleepy sleep. Does not wake up, so is unable to do anything on its turn and does still take some hail damage. And then that will take us back up to you, Pearl, now that the Jolteon is out. I think Elmer feels just the smallest twinge of guilt and then puts a little blanket on the Tyrogue and use yawn again. Stay asleep, little buddy. Uh, it won't It won't have any effect since it's already asleep. It has to wake up again for you to... Oh, okay, never mind. Take the blanket away and use return again. Swap him with the blanket. <laughs> Just hit him. I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> Freedom. Great, go ahead and roll to hit. You have advantage because it's asleep. Oh, great. Flat 10. Great, yep. Lady slaps a lot over here. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> that I love. Lady slaps a lot. 14. 14, so that is going to be 12 points of normal damage as the Tyrogue, as it sleeps, is looking pretty roughed up. At the end of your turn, you take five points of hail damage as Elmer's still up, still <laughs> hanging on. Cracking me up though. <laughs> uh, and then uh, <laughs> cracking her up too. Haha. <laughs> oh eggs. gosh. Not okay. Not okay. Too far. You found the line. <laughs> that's that's hard for her to hear. It is then Zilla's turn. Uh, would ancient power work? I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's it'll, do ancient it, power. It'll, it'll hit it. Yeah. Great. So Zilla was over near the Jolteon and getting all up in the business with it. And so then she just picks up some rocks and throws them over at the sleeping Tyrogue. Rolled a hit with advantage as it Brutal. sleeps. Kind of mean. Larvitar ain't messing around on the playground. Oh, wow. That might bonus is no joke. 
11. 11 is going to be a full success, so go ahead and roll your damage for the ancient power. It's 2d6 plus 4. Only 8. 8, so it's going to be 6 points of rock damage. So <laughs> Zilla just gets a little carried away, so that'll actually be 3 points of rock damage since Tyro does resist rock-type moves. Zilla, you threw a pebble! Sure. <laughs> She's like, but it was a nice pebble. She was too busy celebrating her defeat of the Jolteon to be bothered by it. <laughs> As the Tyrogue just gets hit by the pebble while it sleeps, and it's uh, among the hail, it doesn't even notice the pebble. <laughs> Speaking of which... Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. It does not wake up at the beginning of its turn, but since it was only asleep for two, at the end of its turn, it wakes up once again and kind of groggily looks around oh, as it gets hit by another piece of hail coming down. It is then your turn. Okay, uh, looks like, Elmer, this might be your one last shot, so let's go ahead and use your turn. All right, go ahead and roll the hit. Oh, no. Six plus personality? Personality or agility. Okay, so that's nine. That's nine. Okay, nice. So that's still going to be a mixed success. So you roll 46 plus two. Oh, I hope we roll hot. Come on, Bessie. Oh, that was the best. You're awesome. Okay, that was two sixes and two fives, guys. Oh. That was awesome for missing that. Um, 12 plus 10, 22. Great, plus your extra two, so 24. Yeah. Great, and then minus its defense, 22 points. 22 points, around half of what it had to begin with. Uh, that is enough Woo! to KO the Tyrogue as Elmer just keeps on slapping. Very nice, and with that, as she slaps, the Tyrogue Seven is points KO'd. She takes five points of damage at the end of her turn, so she ends up with two hit points remaining as the hail fades. That's all you need, baby girl. Peace. Two points. <laughs> and she and Zilla both do a little, like, tired high five. Dancing in the hail now. It's a family reunion and it got weird. We all sparred with each other. Let's have some more French toast and forget about it. friends, Jonah here recording some late night announcements and I'm here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our awesome partner Dice Envy. This week, check out the Home Game Hat Trick Set. It is a dignified football-themed, and by that I mean soccer-themed, metal dice set with blue glitter and a rounded rose gold frame that looks ready to roll across the pitch or the table. You've never seen dice so fit for a sport-loving gentleman. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. 
If you're a fan of what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to help us out, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord and get all the latest updates on Monster Fight and Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We actually just released the latest update of PMF version 1.4 of the rulebook and digital character sheet is available now. Y'all, this game just keeps getting better and better we hope you give it a try you can find the rules and everything in the discord and if you do try it out please tell us about your home game and how it's going we would love to hear we know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast and that is especially true for independent shows like ours so we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us if we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag questco junior or hashtag postcards from pearl you might get a character named after you on the show and if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Pokenerd Scott for more original tracks, Brawlin' with the Bunch and Fungus Fighters, the Cuddle Bunch and Teen Squad themes. Thank you to Zane for Floroma Town, Night Remastered, Salacion Town, Goldenrod City, and Unova Route 2 Summer Arrangement. Thank you to Michael and Game Chops for the song Azalea Town. Thank you to Maker for Trainer Battle and Professor Magnolia. Thank you to Darren Ang for Unova. Nova Route 2. Thank you to Kyle Preston for the song Rise. Thanks to Jakesnake17 and Source X for Conundrum Jolteon. Thank you to Fluid Volt for Squeaky Song. And thank you to Joseph Cash for the game update Samba. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the daycare and get some eggs. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr.
Uh, Elmer, can you clear up the weather, though? And she just kind of waves her hand, uh, wiggles her little nubbin, and uh, clears up the clouds. I was thinking what a little peace sign would look like. It's very um, Star Trek. Yes. Which reminds me, speaking of the weather, uh, it was hailing during all of that. But another one of the things that we added in this newest version of Pocket Monster Fight is uh, weather. There is kind of bigger weather like that you would get from sunny day or rain dance or hail. Yeah. But there is also just chill weather. Chill. Mild weather. Like normal day. Just like a regular day. So as the hail clears up, go ahead, just roll a d6 for me. Let's see what the weather is like today. Three. A three. That feels pretty middle of the road to me. It's just partly cloudy today. And wouldn't you know it, that boosts normal and rock type moves. Wow. So we'll keep that in mind for the rest of the day. Cool. Uh, but during uh, the hail, it counted as snow. But for each of these types of mild weather, they're the same ones that are in Pokemon Go. I was about to say I love that feature in Pokemon Go. I think it's really cool and creative. Yeah. So for mild weather, uh, those effects can cause certain types of wild Pokemon to appear more frequently, a.k.a. expand the space they occupy on my random roll charts, (laughs) uh, and also increase the damage of those moves by allowing the Pokemon to roll twice and take the higher results. So it basically functions as a shape the field tag that doesn't count toward either side's total. So the battlefield would have the tag partly cloudy at the start of battle if you do another battle at any other point today, since we did forget to do it at the top. But it's okay. Now we've sort of naturally just brought it in. It's fine. It's all good. Elmer wanted to find you that path. Yes. Thank you, Elmer. But on this lovely, partly cloudy day, Gentleman Luke does heal up both your Pokemon and his Pokemon. Thank you. What a gentleman. <laughs> of course. I would not fit my namesake if I were not to heal your Pokemon. After I do feel like at yes. some point, like uh, right before that, Elmer did just like go in total little kid collapse mode. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> from the two hit points. She really needed like a snack. She just yeah. had brunch, but she still needed like a she snack. She needed a juice box. Yeah. For sure. Need a then juice box. Cool. That was fun. So as everybody gets healed up and the table is cleared off, Gentleman Luke says, well, well yes, uh, you, you had mentioned, uh, well, see, all right, I've got CeeLo and I've got Oval here. I give them, like, backpacks and little ties, and I say, be good, be good. <laughs> Learn who you are in this process. <laughs> and try to stop that noise at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Luca then says, oh, you know what? Actually, I think I want to leave my Q-bone here, too. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Bagel the Rufflet and Mercutio the Q-bone, and I'm going to leave them here. Boom. Done. So y'all are going to be leaving here at the daycare. Orville the Wormple, CeeLo the Taylo, Bagel the Rufflet, and Mercutio the Q-bone. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Luca turns over to you, and he's like, yeah, no, I would... I'd, I would leave Malcolm, but I feel like leaving a big dinosaur bird here. I don't know. That just feels kind of weird to it me. It is a lot for a gentleman Luke to handle. I mean, like a normal bird, I feel like that's cool, but like a big... I mean, it's he's not huge, but still, it's like a dinosaur bird. So I, I feel kind of weird about that. Well, I love that you have boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't want to put that on him. <laughs> Well, yes, of course. I will take care of this rufflet, of course. <laughs> rufflet. Hey, <laughs> did you see me on 
TV the other night. Uh, what? You're on the uh, the television now? Oh, silly. I hands him a VHS. <laughs> I signed. Oh, well, perfect, because I don't have a DVD player. <laughs> Wait, what? I have a VHS. Oh, oh, perfect. Great, great, great. great. Uh, I, I have a VCR. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> yes, he's got like a TV just like from straight from the 90s. It I is, love that. <laughs> it's the big, thick TV with the VCR just kind of sitting on top. I'll, I will be sure to uh, re re review this later. <laughs> Um, well, you, you had mentioned uh, that you wanted to uh, uh, perhaps uh, get get some more eggs. Yeah, yes. we sure do. Well, of course. Uh, uh, as, as I mentioned previously, I do tend to uh, have you know a, a rotating, well, not inventory, supply. I suppose. Supply, sure. Uh, from other eggs that have you know popped up here with uh, Pokemon that have been staying here. It's uh, a fertile <laughs> land. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and. He takes you all into the room with the eggs, the little nursery. What do we got? What do we got? As you go into this room, this egg nursery, they're all kind of set nice and cozy in their little spots. And you see one, two, three, four, five, six eggs on the table. Cool. Elmore's in the background just doing circles. <laughs> just running around. She and Zilla are chasing each other. Yeah. Yep. On the table, you see the following eggs. There is one that is light pink with a deep pink top and a white stripe across the lower middle. I have no idea what these things mean, still listeners. Tis a hint! There is also a purple egg with light purple spots and yellow lightning bolts on it. There is one that is teal with one small red rectangle across the middle. Mm. There is one that is light blue on one side and dark blue on the other with two red spots and a light blue upward curve on the darker side, kind of resembling a smiley face. There is one that is yellow with black stripes and there is one that is red with yellow flames on it. Oh, wow. Lots of options here. You said it had two red spots and a smiley face? Yes. It, it does appear to look like a smiley face a bit. I love that. If you would like to try to figure out anything about these eggs, you could roll to discern traits if you like. Oh, totally. That's a great idea. My logic is zero. Six. You are not sure what any of these are. I stare at them all. They're so cool. <laughs> I will say this, because a couple of them are ones that, like, you have seen the Pokemon before. Yeah. The yellow and red ones make you think of Josiah and Pax's Pokemon, the Elekid and Magby, which when last you saw them were uh, Electabuzz and Magbar. But the others, haven't seen them before, don't know what it is. And Luke is looking at them too, trying to just parse it out of like, okay, so we got like, you know, some of them, yeah, okay, so that's obviously an electric type and that's fire because it's got flames on it, sure. I just imagine Gentleman Luke going very, like, Willy Wonka mode for this, like, not giving us any hints I know, or he's clues. like, I'll, you know. I'll never tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These snozzberries taste like snozzberries. <laughs> the raspberries taste like raspberries. Uh, oh, that doesn't work, because those are real berries. Yeah, the, that was really funny. <laughs> the orange berries taste like orange berries. <laughs> Luca, do you want to go first? Sure, yeah, if you don't want to. Yeah. You uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I will grab 
this one. And he grabs the purple one with the light purple spots and the yellow lightning bolts on it. Ah. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd, uh, electric is not something that I have a bunch of on my squad, so I feel like that's probably, uh, whatever this is will probably be good for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, could be. <laughs> Could be. Who knows? Who knows? There's an egg in my face, and there's plenty more to choose. Maybe this one. You see an eggshell, and you want to know what kind of pokey is inside. Anytime I can pick just a moment, it will be really quick now. And when I touch this egg, I think that this is the one for me. Oh, wow. It is so bad today. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just try again. Okay. Could be. Who knows? There's plenty of eggs in front of my face to choose from. Maybe this one. There's a purple and there's a pink and there's a turquoise and there's a red. Anytime I could pick an eggshell and make it quick. Maybe this one. But then I see this one over here. It's really cute. Elmer, who knows? <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. That, I'm going to stop it. That was much better. That that makes perfect sense. Um, I'm debating between the pink one and the smiley face one. The smiley face one is very intriguing to me. Mm. I literally have no idea, though, as Sarah. I'm not looking at Jonah either. (laughs) Who knows? But if you'd like, Luca can try to discern and see if he can figure out anything about the eggs. What he said about the one that he grabbed was what was pretty obvious on account of it having lightning bolts on it. So I think I'm leaning towards the pink one because Luca's squad is so cute these days that my squad is not half as cute as his. (laughs) Sometimes. I mean, don't let him know I said that. Who, me? Slash my inner conscious. All right. Uh, we're going to do a flip, flip of the coin here. All right. I, with, I, with no other help from Luca or anything, you're just going purely off of the visual aids that you have been presented with. Yeah. I'm going to, it's between the smiley face one and the pink one. Okay. And uh, I hold both of them up to Elmer and whichever one Elmer picks. Oh. She'll pick the new egg. Okay. I think it's only fair. So um, she's going to be a big sister. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Uh, Jonah, is which one would you like to represent the one on this dice? Let's make the one the smiley face and the two the pink one. All right, here we go. I'm flipping. It's a one. So the smiley face. I really wanted that one too, Elmer. It's happy. You're right. And she claps her little hands. She's so excited. It's pretty much just because there was a smiley face on it. Of course. That's of course what she'd pick. Great. You go to pick up that egg and put it in your incubator, and the Radiant Stone is currently in your incubator. Oh, uh, gentlemen, Luke, do you have an extra incubator I could buy? Uh, well, certainly. Or give, give for free. <laughs> well, Donation? I, <laughs> I, Grandchildren fund? Well, I have one that is uh, a, a lower cost. Of, wait, so you have you have another egg that you've been carrying I've around? I've got an item that is precious, and I got keepsake. Well, so, wait, is it is it a... Egg? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm not sure if we ever really, like, we think it's an egg, but when, like... It's a stone. It also came under strange circumstances, and when it was uh, given to us, it was called a stone. But this setup has been working great, so I'm not really trying to change anything. 
Uh, well, yes, well, if, if you would like another uh, incubator, I could uh, certainly, well, let, let me see what I have here. Thanks. Well, uh, d depending on what you uh, uh, would, would like to uh, get here, I, I have a couple of different options. Uh, if you would like just a, a basic one, that would, of course, then be uh, uh, a 2000. Uh, uh, one that is uh, closer to the model that you have there uh, would, be, would be five. And then, of course, one that uh, would uh, get your eggs hatched even quicker uh, is, is 5000. I have tier oh, one, tier oh, two, and tier uh, three incubators. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be offensive. Give me the cheapest one. I'm kind of tight on cash. All right, here, we'll split it because we're both kind of taking care of the uh, rock egg thing. So you and Lucas split the cost, so you each pay 1000 to get just a basic incubator. Thanks, Rumi. Thanks for paying the rent this month. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, that's not how I feel as Sarah at all. That was very generous of the DM. It's, li it's literally because both of you have been carrying this thing around and using it and, and dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for paying the rent this month. <laughs> and it is both of your responsibility. But gentlemen, Luke says, no, I, I, I must say, I, I, I'm quite curious. Where, where did you come across this egg stone thing? Uh, if we're going to tell you that story, we need to do lunch. Coco, lunch outside? He's like you. already on it. Oh, oh, there's Arnold Palmer's already waiting for us. Already on it. <laughs> cool. We have I one. missed Coconut. I'm so oh, glad he's all back. All the time. Okay, we tell him that story over lunch. Great. You tell him the story over lunch, and he says, this is fascinating. I uh, know. This is a stone. They say that brunch covers lunch, but I've always disagreed personally. <laughs> That's not what I was referring to, but oh, yes, sorry. yes. But no, fascinating that... Oh. I, I must say, uh, may, may I, may I, uh, uh, look, look at it for a moment. <laughs> uh, I'm a little uneasy about it, but I let him. Okay, gentlemen. Still has a mustache, so he does have a mustache. You know. <laughs> but he's gonna make a logic roll to see if he can uh, discern anything about the radiant stone, with all of his egg knowledge, of which he's got a plenty. <sighs> Strange, something that I've never, never quite seen before and he gets out like his little stethoscope he puts his ears to it and he just kind of sticks it on different parts of the egg yeah well there is certainly something moving about in there it seems as though why this egg it, it, it does appear to be an egg first of all then uh, why would it be called the radiant stone it's very strange well it does have this strange coarse exterior and uh, well uh, if, if this is as you say uh, something that has been in the same place for hundreds if not thousands of years it is a very very odd indeed this is no ordinary egg certainly not <laughs> uh, but this this is quite strange indeed uh, whatever this is it is something that's quite rare uh, yeah. i don't believe i've ever seen this uh, and, these and markings on an egg before and certainly not with this uh, rough stony exterior and, 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 and we've <laughs> been entrusted with it and she slowly starts to put her hands on it <laughs> in a protective nature <laughs> it's mine oh, no. precious oh gosh no that's not it funny but you you do take it back and he says oh, Odd indeed, but I would, well, I, I'm glad that you have been keeping it in an in, in incubator. <laughs> Wouldn't want anything to happen to it, would we? Did you tell him that it's like magic and stuff? Yeah, Great. we gave him all the info. Great. Uh, he says it is quite strange indeed. Uh, well, when, when it does hatch, uh, it, would you please tell me uh, when it does and what it is? I, I, I'm fascinated, <laughs> fascinated uh, by what this could possibly be. Wow, yeah, I never even really thought of some, wow, yeah, sure. 
I'm not prepared. Do you have a book? <laughs> I have many books and none of them have the answers of what this is, which is quite troubling to me. Darn it. <laughs> but I have just general How about just books? like an egg maintenance 101? What to, is, what to expect when egg-specting? <laughs> I just have free copies of that. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Yes. <laughs> Throw it in as a bonus with your incubator. <laughs> but, oh. Gentleman Luke is just fascinated by this rock egg thing. Fair, it's fair. It's strange that it's warm to the touch. Fascinating. Well, <laughs> after lunch, he says, well, is, there, is there anything else that I can do for you all? It's been so lovely to see it's you all again. It's been really nice to see you. Elmer gives him, like, some artwork she was coloring during lunch. We get a picture. That was so cute. <laughs> um, she she makes him hanging on the fridge. <laughs> she does, and Zilla's like, Cha! and she's just sort of like made some mud into a pile and has it on one of the plates that she took off the table. <laughs> I love it. And he just kind of looks at it for a second, not sure. And Luca's like, I don't know, man. And he just kind of puts it on top of the fridge. Nice. <laughs> Way to go. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, where are you off to next? I think we're going to a gym. Oh, very, very exciting. Uh, to which gym? But uh, Well, it sounds like if you're coming from Criminy and, and all of that direction, you're coming my way. You must be heading toward Bola to Portobello, yeah. would it be? <laughs> Bola, and I'm Portobello. But ah. we might make a pit stop and visit our friend Shaman. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, our friend Shaman. All right, if we're doing this, we gotta have proper high tea. Coco? <laughs> right here. And, and Coco sets high tea for us. Great. <laughs> well. I know those crumpets were delicious, and I loved the clotted cream. You certainly do stay busy. Yes, the cream, quite delicious. <laughs> he gets a little bit out of his mustache. Well, uh, best of luck to you, Luca, with your uh, bullet gym challenge, and for the both of you as you go to Portobello, uh, the gym leader, quite eccentric, quite eccentric. <laughs> Interesting fellow. Sorry, I just took a sip of water and I, I think I gave myself a mini shower. <laughs> and Pearl did the same with the tea. <laughs> Real life. Oh, gosh. All right, I'm here. And with that, you all uh, clean up after your third meal of the day with Gentleman <laughs> Luke here at the daycare. Second breakfast. You've got your eggs in tow. While you while we're here, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus instinct for egg. For egg. Roll for egg. Oh, that was great, actually. Uh, 11. 11, a full success. Excellent. That's going to get you three points on egg meter. Thank you, egg meter. Excellent. And go ahead and roll for Luca as well. Uh, nine flat. Great. Plus his instinct of three. Oh, wow. Way uh, to go. A full success with a 12. Excellent. Both of you all get three since you've got tier two incubators that give you an extra plus one onto whatever you get. That full success gets you three points out of who knows how many. If you would like at any point, you can try to discern traits of the egg and see which egg message you get. Hmm, what could be this? It doesn't seem close to hatching. It's making sounds from within. It seems like it's going to hatch soon. All of the standard egg messages that you get. That was very funny. I love that. <laughs> but with eggs in tow, you all leave the daycare. You wave goodbye to CeeLo and Orville and Mercutio and Bagel as uh, Gentleman Luke says, well, we've got work to do, don't we? Be good! If I would do it, don't do it! <laughs> Boarding school is the right call. 
and y'all hop in the SS Speedmeister and make your way back toward Jamela Town to boop up Route 3 as you continue going toward Bolet City. But that is where we will end this episode. That was like a high tea episode. Proper fun. <laughs> Proper fun indeed. <laughs> Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go Podcasting Network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.